This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In this candid, thought-provoking six-day series entitled, Are You a Spiritual Warrior or a Spiritual Wimp? Pastor Ray pulls no punches as he lays that life-changing question on the table for his listeners to consider. He reminds them that God has not created or programmed us to be wimps, merely getting by and surviving, but rather warriors, overcoming anything that holds us back from being the very best we can possibly be, just as he intended. In this series, he asks some very serious questions, especially challenging all to soberly consider what it truly means to be more than a conqueror, and take a hard, close look at what kind of Christian they really are suggesting some amazingly practical, biblical ways they can develop a powerful conqueror's spirit and attitude, Pastor simply asks, So which are you, a spiritual warrior or a spiritual wimp? Let's now join our program in progress and find out. Let's open our Bibles to 2 Corinthians, and we're going to go over to chapter 3, and we're going to use that as our launching pad this morning. But before that... Uh, The last few weeks we had been teaching and talking about the subject of the devil and his devices and we kind of left off on Ephesians chapter 6, the armor of God and uh, having, you know, with the idea of having having to be prepared um, because we understand that the devil has attacks and booby traps and tricks and temptations. We We do come against the warfare that is unleashed, you know, as we saw in those verses. But that doesn't mean, you know, just because we have this warfare and we have these struggles doesn't mean that we have to be overcome by them. It doesn't mean that we have to lose. God didn't create you to lose. He created you to win. God created you to be on top, not on the bottom. I pray that every week, that you'd be the head and not the tail, right? Above and not beneath. And these are, these are verses right from the Word of God that clearly describe and clearly lay out uh, God's plan and God's mind and God's will uh, for every person, for every Christian most certainly, um, who would follow Him and serve Him, that God created you to be a winner and not a loser. But it's going to take something on our part. You see, I, what, I, what I get out of Ephesians chapter 6 is that you and I have really been called by God to be conquerors, to be those that are forcefully advancing, are moving forward, are possessing, not just maintaining, but possessing. See, I see so many Christians in this maintenance mode of faith. They have faith and they're just maintaining. And there are, you know, I mean, I guess there'd be times when we have to maintain position before we advance because we're waiting for orders from God. But some of y'all got some orders 15 years ago and you're still maintaining and you haven't advanced yet. God didn't call us to just maintain. He called us to possess. 
And you see, what we need to build in our lives is this conqueror spirit that has this drive and this desire to get up and to possess and to move forward and not just simply stay in position and maintain where we are. We've been called and, and out, as we saw in Ephesians 6, outlined very clearly as a warrior. And what do warriors do? Warriors conquer. Soldiers conquer. You got to see yourself as a soldier, not just, you know, a baby, uh, you know, not just a, uh, you know, a wallflower in the body. We are soldiers in the army of God and soldiers are called to conquer and to possess and to move forward. And I'm going to tell you what, it's time for some of us to move forward. It's time for us to pick up from where we, we are and where we've been and to advance and to make some advancements and inroads into the wonderful blessings and the wonderful things that God has uh, desired for you and for me. I was reading this verse of scripture. Let's just go over to it. Second Corinthians chapter three and verse 18. I'm going to read out of the New King James. I'm going to read it out of the Living Bible uh, so we can get some deeper understanding. But New King James says it this way, but we all, would that include you and me? We all, all means all. Is everybody with me? All means all. So that would include each and every one of us. We all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed are being transformed, are being transformed. You see, when you got saved, when you came to know the Lord, something started, started in your life, something began. And that what, what that is, is the transformation process of God, taking you from who you've been to something that you've never been before, taking you from where you are to a better place that you could ever imagine. As a matter of fact, not until you give your heart and your life to the Lord Jesus Christ can you really come in contact with your divine destiny and purpose in life. But when you do come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and you do pick up a walk of faith, trusting Him with your life, trusting in the Word of God on a daily basis, you begin the transformation process that happens in your life. Because when you come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and you trust him by faith and you give him your heart and your life, you begin to transform from one thing to something greater and better than anything you have ever experienced in your life. Before I felt like a loser. Now I feel like a winner. Before I felt like everything was against me. Now I feel like I'm going to be against everything. Come on, is everybody with me? Before I felt like I was being conquered by life, but now I, I see myself as a conqueror over this life and that I can conquer everything and anything that comes my way. So the New Living, the New Living Bible says it this way, but we, we Christians have uh, no veil over our faces. We can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And that's really what we ought to see ourselves as being. That's why I want to be a winner. That's why I want this stuff to work in my life. That's why I want to develop the conquering spirit. Because I want to show the world the glory of God and how God works in the life of a person who will trust Him, who will believe Him, who will see Himself the way God has created Him to be, to be more than a conqueror and not just someone who gets bounced through life with every whim of the devil, with every wave of the sea. 
but rather one who takes control in this life and directs his life with purpose, with, with direction, and takes charge over the things that are hurled at him at this li- in this life and rises above them and takes the authority in the name of Jesus and proves that we can be more than conquerors over everything that would ever come against us. He says, we, we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And as the spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like him. More and, how many of you agree with me that Jesus has proved and shown himself to be more than a conqueror? Amen. He gave us the prototype of victory and the prototype of how to, how to beat up the devil and to beat back the forces that would be set against us. And the Bible says here that as we, as the Lord works in us, as we continue to grow in this salvation, we become more and more like him. That means that every day I ought to be growing stronger in my, in, in my role or, or in my rightful position and place in the body of Christ as a believer. I ought to be growing more as a conqueror every day in my life. I ought to be showing the world what it is to be a Christian. That being a Christian just doesn't mean I'm a patsy pushover. Being a Christian doesn't mean that you can slap me so you can watch me turn the other cheek so you can slap me again. Being a Christian is not some wimpy thing. Being a Christian is showing the world how a warrior stands against the forces of darkness. How a warrior stands against the trials and the temptations and the distresses of this life. How a warrior gets a dream and gets a vision. And with the help of God and the persistence of the warrior spirit within them, the conquering spirit within him begins to press forward until that dream and vision comes to fruition and happens by faith. That's what God has called us to show the world. The world is crying to see, dying to see a true uh, warrior spirit arise in the life of a Christian because we've got it because of what Jesus has done for you and for me. So we've been called by God to reflect his glory and to be more and more like him and to show the world the glory and the power and the possibilities. But those of us who have come to the understanding that we've been called to be more than conquerors, we have been placed by God in this position. We don't care what the devil kicks up. We don't care what the devil throws our way. We don't care what kind of adversity we have to face. We don't care what kind of trial we have to go through. We're gonna stand our ground declaring by faith that we are more than conquerors and we're gonna fight our way right through to that next place, to the new horizon to the new destination that we seek and desire. We don't give up. We don't give out. We don't fall out. We press through because we've been called to be conquerors, more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And that's the spirit that every Christian needs to have. Too many believers are sitting on their laurels waiting for something to happen. And there's war going on all around them. Brother, sister, it's time for you to wake up. It's time for you to rise up. It's time for you to start marching forward as the conqueror that God has called you to be. Listen, nothing's going to change if you don't go for it. If you want something out of the word of God, then you must rise up and you must go after it with everything you've got. 
You can't just sit back and wait for something to happen. You move, God moves. You take a step of faith and God will answer and respond. You do something, God will do something. But if you just sit back and wait and do nothing, you're just sitting there in maintenance mode. It's time to rise up in the conquering spirit. You see, you got to get, you got to get like sick and tired of where you are and say enough is enough. I've been here too long. I've been marching around the desert too long. I'm coming out of the desert and I'm going to possess the promised land that God has for me. I'm rising up in this conquering spirit and I'm going to march forward, reflect the glory of the Lord. Everyone's not just going to see me as some little pansy Christian. They're going to see a warrior in motion. They're going to see a man that's hot for God, a man that's going to conquer every obstacle in his way instead of being conquered by the things of life. Too many people are being conquered and not enough are rising up as the conqueror and taking charge. That takes me to our, our foundation scripture, our, our next scripture, which is part of our foundation in this message. Romans chapter 8 and verse 31. Oh my God, do I love these verses. Oh my God, does this stir up within me the conquering spirit. When I read these verses, it's like medicine to my soul. When I, when I think about and meditate on these verses, I get so excited. I get so charged up because I realize who I am in, in Christ and who Christ is in me. Who God is and what he is doing on, in my behalf. Listen. So, Paul, you have to understand the setting here. Before we get over to verse 31 in Romans chapter 8, Paul starts in verse 1 through 30, and he talks about some of the struggles, some of the difficulties, some of the hardships that he had to go through as he's uh, fighting this, this warfare out in this life, as he's serving the Lord, as he's purposing to fulfill the vision and the purpose that God has for his life. Does it sound like anybody here today that you've had some, some warfare along the way? You've had some difficulties along the way? You've had some opposition along? Anybody, am I talking to anybody here today? Am I just talking to me? You know, there's been some hard roads sometimes that you've got to walk. Praise God, we that have the conquering spirit on us, we don't care about hard times, good. We don't, we don't even look at it. We look at it as all good times because we know that God works all things together for the good of those who are called according to his purposes. We know that God will use this as a launch pad to something else. We know that there are greater things. We know that when we're in pursuit of something, the enemy is going to try to stop us. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I don't, have to, I don't have to stop. I can keep going. So Paul brings us to verse 31. He's talking about all the difficulties. Now notice that Paul didn't just hang out talking about all the difficulties. But notice what Paul said. I've been through some rough spots. I've been through some adversity. I've been through some challenges as I'm serving God. He said, but what shall we say to all these things? What shall we say to the difficulties? What shall we say to the temptations? What shall we say to the booby traps? What shall we say to the pressure that the enemy puts on us? What shall we say to the disappointments that sometimes come? What shall we say when the road gets rough? He said, what shall we say? And this is what he said. 
If God is for us, who can be against us? Come on. The very first the very first step of the conquering attitude and the conquering spirit is you got to know that God is for you. God is on your side. I'm tired of people bellyaching, complaining why they can't do this and why they can't do that. Nobody cut me a break and nobody cut me nothing in my life either. If God is for you, if God is on your side, if God be for you, who or what in this world can be against you? Well, you know, I grew up on the wrong side of the track. So did I. Literally. I lived across the street from the wrong side of the track. I didn't have any opportunity. I didn't have any opportunity either. Well, I grew up poor. Well, I grew up poor too. Come on. You want to go tit for tat? We'll go tit for tat all the way down. You see, I had to come to a time in my life where I, I had to stop being intimidated by people, their successes, by their education, by their advancements. And I had to realize that God had a purpose and a destiny in my life. I may not have come to it. I may not have even had a glimmer of it, but I knew that there was something there. But as long as I continued to make excuses for where I was, I was never going to get anywhere until I hit this verse. And I, and I saw, if God be for me, then who or what in this world can, can be against me? No human can stop you. No person can prevent you from advancing as a conqueror. Nobody can trip you up because if God is for you, if God is for you, I said, if God is for you, the Bible says, who can be against you? I think sometimes we got to look that stuff in the face and say, we're making our own excuses because we don't want to rise up with the conquering spirit and say, whatever it is, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to beat you down. I'm going to beat you back and I'm going to progress. You're not going to stop me. You're not going to hinder me. You're not going to hold back my blessing, my advancement. If God be for us, who can be against us? People aren't sure. Listen, the devil will use people all the time. The devil's used people all my life to try to stop me, plot things against me, say things about me, trip me up. Put, you know, uh, if God be for you, uh, if God be for you, who, listen to me, some of you are looking at me like, what's he saying? I said, if God be for you, then who can be against you? If you're going to get somewhere, then you've got to start at that place. God's on my side. God's with me. Listen, I want to teach you something here. You and God are a majority. Listen, listen, let me tell you what. You don't need any human advocating for you. You don't need a human to open any doors for you. You don't need a human to push you along because if God be for you, then whoever tries to stop you is going to be dealt with by God. You and God are the majority. 
You can have what you want. You can be where you want. You can possess. You can do. You can press forward. You can break through to a new place, to a higher place. Your dreams can become a reality. You can, you can get wherever you want to go because if God be for you, nobody in this world can be against you. You've heard people say it. You've heard people say it. And I, I mean, as a pastor, I've heard it over the years. Well, you know, I'm people in, in, in the job, you know, they're plotting against me. They're trying to hold me back. They don't, you know, they're holding. Listen, no human can hold you back. If it isn't working in that company, then pick yourself up and find another company. If you've prayed and you've stood on the word of God and you still feel like people are opposing you, then God, you must be just telling me it's time to get out of here. Because if God be for you, nobody can be against you. Nobody can hold back the blessing of God in your life. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Say, well, I feel all alone. Well, you just, you just, let me tell you what, just suck it up, baby. Just suck it up and don't go by your feeling because you, if God be for you, and he is, who and what in this world can be against you? You know, you know, you know what happens? You know why, you know why people submit to that kind of thing that they can't and everybody's against them and it's everybody else's fault. You hear this on TV every day. It's everybody else's fault for my failure. It's everybody else's fault that I can't advance. The world is holding me back. The society is holding me back. For a Christian, that's a bunch of baloney because you have God on your side. You know what's holding you back? You and your lack of faith. Don't look at yourself don't look at your abilities. Don't look at your credentials. Don't look at where you grew up. Don't look at your level of education. Look to God and say, if God be for me, then nobody can stop me. Nobody can, can hinder me. Nobody can hold me back. But people use that as an excuse and a way to just sit back on their laurels. When God is calling you, to, to build and to cultivate in your life this conquering spirit. Doesn't want you to just sit back and be conquered. He wants you to rise up and begin to conquer like you've never conquered before. You move, God will move. You don't move, he won't move. You use faith, God will respond with faith responses. Things will begin to change. But you've got to see yourself as a conqueror not just as someone who's getting bounced around by every wave and, you know, like a cork on the sea, as they say, getting bobbing around and getting thrown whichever way the water wants to throw you. No, you've got to take charge in this life. If you don't like the direction, if you don't like where you're going, if you don't like where you are, then you must rise up and put on your big boy pants and put on your conqueror's suit, rise up and say, we're getting out of here. We're moving. We're moving. We're not just going to maintain. We're going to possess in the name of Jesus. Can I get a better amen than that? Don't you ever let anybody talk you out of your destiny, your dreams, your hopes, your vision. Don't let anyone ever talk you. Say, well, it's never going to be. You're, you're not. See, I did that to my, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have enough education. You don't, you, you don't speak right. You, you, you don't, you're not really charismatic enough. When I first started out, the devil, you're not married. And here I am 30 years, 35 years later, and I'm still not married. And I'm serving God anyhow. 
Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.